Hey everyone, welcome back to In His Image Podcast. Um, This is coming out a little late, I do apologize, but I'm excited for it. Uh, This podcast is sponsored by Above Average Apparel. Go check them out, great stuff. Um, The question that we are going to be addressing in this podcast is, what is religion, what exactly is Christianity, and why would you want to choose Christianity? Um, so today I am here with Gabe Skaggs. What's up, everyone? Hope you all are well. And we are going to we're going to jump right in. We're going to go ahead and tackle the first question, and that question is, what is religion? And personally, personally, I would say that religion is it's something that obviously you have to have something to worship um, in a religion. Um, but I do I do not believe that Christianity is a religion, if that makes sense. Um, and I'll touch on that here in a second. Uh, but I really do believe that religion is just some something that somebody does. Um, it's like a practice. Yeah, it's, it's a practice. Exactly, it's a practice. It's and you put into practice. It's something that you put into practice. It's repetitive. It's repetitive. Something that's consistent throughout your day. Like it's constantly on your mind, your actions. Just something that's incorporated in everyday life that you pursue. Um, like a relationship, school, a job, a sport. Exactly. And you can make, really, you can make religion out of anything. And when I think religion, I think like Buddhism, where you worship a statue. Um, and then, you know, with Muslims, they pray like five times a day at a certain time. And there's no free, there is free will in that. Um, but there's no, there's no grace. There's no love in it. Uh, and when I think like you, you can really be, you can have a religion around anything. You can be, um, your religion can be money. As, as long as you're worshiping money that, and that's your main focus, that can be your religion. Um, and so the difference between a religion and Christianity, I would say the biggest thing is having a relationship, um, and knowing, and knowing personally, like just knowing that God is real, that he, he's a being that he wants to speak to you, that he wants to have a relationship with you. Um, and I'll go back and I'll touch on what is religion here in a second, but, um, to touch on what is Christianity. And I just did, and I'll say it again and I'll say it again and again and again, cause I firmly believe this, but Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Yeah. I would say, I would say Christianity is the devoted pursuit to know and love God. Yeah. The more, the more Christian, like religion is such like a broad it can be a broad term that can like go into like many different practices, different kind of spirits, different rituals you may perform, different hours you may pray, different hours you may cleanse your feet, like wash your hands. But when the difference, when we talk about the difference between religion and uh, relationship, that's when that's when Christianity comes into play. Like it's not just like oh we're participating in these acts because we're there's a set of rules or we're commanded to like our relationship with god and our pursuit to just follow and love and just to cherish that relationship with him is really important i agree and and a relationship the one another huge difference between a relationship and um, a religion in that spiritual aspect is a relationship is something that can change your life. It can change your life physically and spiritually. Uh, the two real relationships that I see that the world would look at as a religion is um, Christianity and um, Satanism. 
And so the, the, that's a it's really good. That's really good. That's that's a that's a hot take. But Satanism, you know, you know, the worship of Satan, it alters. It can alter people's minds. You can throw spells and hexes on people, and all that stuff is very real. The spiritual realm, demo, demons and angels, and having that demonic power uh, as a Satanist, it's very real. And that's why I would say that that's not a religion, but that's a relationship. Christianity, people, this isn't talked about enough in the Christian church. Um, and it's something that as a, as Christians, we need to strive to preach and strive to live out. But Christianity, um, it's a relationship in the aspect that in Jesus's name, you know, when Jesus went to heaven after having his, um, after being on earth, when he went to heaven, the Holy spirit came and filled every single one of our hearts. And uh, it, it explains it really, really well in Acts 2.17. And that says, as soon as I get to it. Oh, yeah, here we go. And that says, in the last days, God, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun of the, the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you believe, if, if you believe what the Bible says, if you read the Bible and, and you, you think that that, that gives you hope, um, then you got to believe this. You got to start realizing my purpose on earth, what your purpose on earth is. And that's to push the kingdom of God even further on earth. And you it's going to be way easier to do that. If you're able to prophesy and heal and raise the dead and cast out demons in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And so yeah, we, we got to realize that as and it says the whole the whole point of Christianity um, is based on our soul relationship with God. Yes, we have C groups, we have youth groups, um, we can have people along with us to do Bible studies. But at the end of the day, our it's it's about our faith with God and our and our love for God that really that really helps and molds that relationship. God is our God is a crazy like almost like not really almost but. A, uh, a loving obsessed God like he desires a relationship with us so much like and like it doesn't matter how many wrongs we do what we say he just his love is always just it's fierce it's like a it's it's, it's like overcoming a it's overcoming and as soon as we realize that our relationship with God is the basis is the is the foundation for our faith then that enables us to go out and just create relationships with others and really pursue a relationship with others because we realize and we understand and we can comprehend that wow this great mighty and powerful God has is crazy and obsessed and loves us so much that we can are we we're able to love others like the same exactly and I feel like it's almost like a, a sickness, uh, metaphorically, it's a sickness that's come on the Christian church. But I feel like right now there's there's a lot of lukewarm Christian Christians in general. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And a lukewarm Christian, and I don't want to come off too harsh, 
but a lukewarm and I don't say that this is I wouldn't say this is what a, you would say that you believe but a lukewarm Christian it's a comfortability um, it, it's definitely about comfort comfort yeah but a lukewarm Christian the way that they act it's like they act like they believe in the Father Son and the Holy Bible and the Bible is great the Bible is a it's, it's written down guidebook to your yeah. to your life but it's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is who is on earth with us today, who's living inside of you, who gives you power in the name of Jesus to do those miraculous things and to live like Jesus did. The definition of being a Christian is being mini Christ. And how are we gonna be able to be a mini Christ if we do not use what the Holy Spirit has instilled inside of us? I feel like that's what you're talking about, getting a little lukewarm. I feel like once you, uh, the Father, Son, and then the Holy Spirit. I feel like that's where a lot of Christians get a little lukewarm, is when it comes to that. Right. And it's, it's a. It's. It's the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a different side, like the Father, and then, of course, our Lord, our Heavenly Father, and then the Son that came back to uh, die for our sins. So we hear about that every day. We live that out. We pursue that. And it's a lot. Then, it's yeah. also a lot easier for us to envision that. Yeah. Because but the spirit because is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus was on earth. Yeah. And he was among us for quite some time. Exactly. And God, you know, the father, it's so hard for it's so easy for us to um, envision that because he's the one that created the earth. Yeah. He created what we see. But the Holy Spirit, it's a little bit harder for us to grasp just because you have to it's pursue it to see it. You have to work at it. Yeah. And um, God is such a loving and gracious God. He does He does forgive you. You just have to realize you have to repent. And even if you do get forgiven by the Lord, there's going to be consequences. I feel like that's another topic that the church doesn't necessarily touch on as much. Um, because there are going to be consequences to your actions. But those consequences on earth will not hold you from being in heaven. Um, another thing that I would love to touch on is just the fact that as a church, we got to be active and I didn't write these Bible verses down, so it might take me a minute to find them. Um, but I know that one of them is Matthew 28. Um, and it, it talks about like as, as a Christian, we have two mandates, um, one of those mandates is to prepare the church, to prepare uh, how, you know, prepare Christians to, for, for the second coming of God. Um, but the other mandate is to prepare the world, to get non-Christians and non-believers ready for when God comes back out. And I, I, I love that we're, we're feeling, fulfilling one of these mandates, but the other one we're not touching on. And it goes in a little bit of being lukewarm again. It goes into being lukewarm and lukewarm That's is awesome. just being comfortable and not wanting to be afraid when, you know, not wanting to change what you're doing because you are comfortable. And, uh, and go ahead. And it's, it gets, and it's easy to like as Christians to fall in that we can we can get kind of get in a little like groove and a mojo of just going to church and really we can be filled up with the Holy Spirit in ourselves and we can go to church we can fellowship with one another um, and that's great like fellowship is awesome uh, going to church praising Jesus hearing a good sermon and filling up with ourselves with the Holy Spirit but again you have to realize what we're called to do 
in this life is to go and to make disciples and once again pursue a relationship with others so when it comes to that stuff just on your own that's great but you're like a sponge you soak it in and then eventually you got to just push it back out and just pour into others and something that me and my uncle talk about a lot is um how how it would be healthy for the american church to be persecuted um it's a real test it would be a it, real it test. is it, it would be a real test and i think we are stepping into that um with you know the lgbtq community getting so big and wanting to shut down and this whole they're this burning whole bibles now yeah i mean we're they're in portland they're burning bibles on the streets and we're turning you know america has has adopted this cancel culture and it's really going to make you make, you know, us see who is really here for the fight, who would lay their life down um, for Lord, for the God. And um, the church can't change for the world. The world's got to change for the church. Exactly. And because eventually exactly. once once the once the church starts changing for the world, you you get into too much secularism and then there's the the church's foundation and the fundamentals that what we strive to have there's way too much of a gray area and that gray area can cause problems from for a uh for a let's say a muslim looking in i've I've known multiple muslims and they are very very strict with their religion um they are very strict with their routine and how what they believe and their respect and if you if, if i'm a muslim looking into let's say 50% of the churches in America and I'm a Muslim and I had this Christian friend trying to tell me, Hey, you know, you should come to my church, kind of just, you know, explore, see what it's about. Um, and hopefully, hopefully we can, we can change your mind and hopefully lead you in the right direction, which is great that that Christian friend did that. But as a group, as a body of Christ, we have to move like that 24 seven. We have to, uh, all, all of our joints, as a, metaphorically speaking, as a body of Christ, all of our joints have to be working. All of our muscles have to be in tune. Um, we have to be in good mm-hmm. shape. Because... Well-oiled machine. Exa- well-oiled machine. Because if I were a Muslim looking into the Christian church right now, I would think that it's more of a, a country club. Um, I would think, oh, well, they just do that on the weekends because I saw that guy at the bar the other day. Uh, and he, he was out of it. He was, he was about, he was halfway blacked out. Like there's so many, that, that brings us into a verse. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Oh yes. Uh, so it's easy. It's easy. That's, that was one of our key points tonight that me and Lane were talking about that we are in the world, but just because we're in the world doesn't mean we have to be of the world as, as Christ followers, we're not called to be lukewarm. We're called to we're called to be uncomfortable. It says, in this world, you will have troubles, but uh, take heart because I have overcome the world. Um, so that that being said, we should be able to go out and pursue others and are devoted to others. And even it might be a little bit out of our outside of our comfort zone, that's ultimately what we're called to do. We're not called to sit, like, a, like Lane said, like a country club, like we're better than everyone else that oh well i've given my life to christ well now i'm just sitting here and a mask on my white horse just waiting for the king to come back that's not that's not how it goes right we cannot we cannot expect our legacy or our name to to carry on you know we can't expect that to do the work that we need to be doing um just because we have solidified our spot in the kingdom it doesn't mean that 
we don't have work to do. If I, if I just now got a management position at my job, that doesn't mean that, oh, I get to sit back and just watch people do it. No, I gotta, I gotta get in there. I gotta teach other people how to, how to do their job the right way. And if I'm a manager, that means I've, I'm good. I'm, I'm good at what I do. So I need to be out there doing that too. And the verse that we were just talking about, that's John 15, 19. Um, and it just says, if you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it, as it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. And it's another thing. Christians are being persecuted in America. Like I said, oh, yeah. that's something that's going to be good for the church. It's just going to be a hard lesson to learn. Um, my uncle's a pastor and he, he's been on multiple mission trips and he has um, other pastor friends that have been, that, you know, all around the world in the Chinese church prays for the literally when they're praying they pray that the church in america would be persecuted because it would make the church in america become so much more alive um it would make the church in america realize this is why i'm here and um it would it would it would let them activate the holy spirit that's living inside of them the devil thrives right now the devil has an active card if the church plays lukewarm because if it's the church, hold. yeah, it's a foothold. Because if the church is persecuted and the believers and the Christians choose to stay lukewarm, then that works for the devil's benefit. Because then there's a chokehold on the church, and then no one else is going to be able to hear about the gospel. And if I'm lukewarm about something, it's going to be a lot easier for you to walk all over me on that subject than if I was on fire and passionate about it. If I was living it out every day and uh, for for example, if I'm wor- for example, yeah, let's let's say it like this: if I'm working towards a sport, if I'm working out, if I'm practicing every day, and somebody comes up to me and tells me that that sport sucks, you're not going to get anywhere doing this, you suck at it, I'm going to be a lot more offended than if I just like the sport and you know I only practice on the weekends and you know talked about it with my friends during the week, not actually living it out daily. It's, it's a lot easier for you to give up your, your beliefs and your grasp on, on, on how, on, if you're lukewarm, it's a lot easier for you to yeah. give up your beliefs and, yeah, your, you. and your thought process on that. Um, but the next question that was on, that was sent in on, on my Instagram, which all these questions are, there was all one question that was sent in. It was just three parts. Um, we're going to go ahead and jump to the last one. And the last question is probably my favorite um, out of the three questions that were asked. And it was, why would a young adult out of all the religions, out of all the cults, out of all the clubs, out of all the relationships, why would a young adult want to choose Christianity? Why would he want to choose Jesus? And that really, (laughs) it really ties in to what we were talking about. Um, because if, if we're not using the power that the Holy Spirit has put inside of us on a daily basis, if we're not showing that this is all real, that I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me, I have Jesus living inside of me, if I'm not loving people unconditionally, if I'm not fighting for what's right, um, if I'm not joyful 
and I'm not saying you have to be happy and joyful all the time. And there's definitely times yeah, there's where you, seasons. Oh yeah, there's definitely seasons. But as a young Christian, not a Christian, as a young adult, why would I choose Christianity over anything else? And also, why would I choose Christianity over the things of this world? If I know that I have to work on a relationship with the Lord to feel happy or to not not worry as much or not have as much anxiety, not worry about the pain um, of the world, why would I choose Christianity? Why would I work hard for that when I could go grab a pack of beers and black out and forget about it for a night? Why would I... Uh, go get high and have the anxiety taken away in a heartbeat. And so if, if you don't re if, if you're not able to communicate, um, why you are happy, why you are living the way that you do and how it's not necessarily a burden to do that, then why, why would that Christian, that young adult choose Christianity? I think it's a little bit, I think I think when you dive into the relationship that us as Christians are able to experience with God, I think it comes out and like when you really dive into it, it's the most raw and like vulnerable and pure relationship out there. Like, uh, like this great and mighty God like wants to know every single thing about you. And you can come to him with anything. And it's just like a genuine like care and like a genuine like, uh, just like a that wanting for your well-being like it's if you look into the other religions like like it's just it's just nothing compares to like what god's love is for his children it's i mean it was enough to send his son his own son to die on the cross for our sins to die on the cross for our sins and yeah i just that that love is just so it's so it's so raw and it's it's so vulnerable and it's just real yeah it's just real and it just it really captures the hearts of people who may have like gone through a family experience that way they weren't able to really experience love or like um from a divorced family where love is like a, a misconstrued concept or like a or like a a cheating or a cheating relationship just like it's it's love that is everlasting it's love that's there every minute every second of every day of every month and of every year it's just always it's just so it's unconditional there. so unconditional and that that love that relationship with that you have with the lord it's the only thing that i've ever seen completely heal a broken heart um completely heal a broken past a broken relationship able to change hearts able to change it's yeah it's it's definitely able to change hearts um i i've seen i've seen the lord work in people within the span of two hours and i've also seen the lord work in people within the span of 16 years you know and it's one of those things where God has a destiny for you. If you're a Christian or not, he has a plan for you. It just depends on if you want to follow him to live out that plan. Yeah. Um, for, I'm not going to drop any names, but the other night I was at a worship night um, called The Barn. It happens every Sunday. You guys should totally come. It would be great. Um, but there was this guy that came and he was new. I've never seen him before. And before the, before the service, I didn't see him smile. Um, we were literally in like the, the patio. We do it in a barn. So we were in the patio, like right before the service, he was, you know, saying th some things that were, um, 
not necessarily the most clean. Um, definitely not the type of language that you would usually hear at a church. But by the end of the night, he was joyful. He was singing and he dedicated his life to the Lord. We went down to a creek and he got baptized. And it's so cool because it literally took him maybe an hour and a half, two hours. And his life was changed. And it was because he experienced the reality of that relationship with the Lord. And again, the love. the love. Yeah, the love and the joy and the... And he's had a crazy past. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go into it without asking uh, him for sure. But he's had a crazy past. Um, a lot of a lot of things have come against him. And we were able to break that off in the name of Jesus. Uh, we were able to break off anger. Um, and it, it was just so cool to see his heart and his mindset and his conscience change in the span of two hours because of how real the Holy Spirit was. Now, if any of any of you guys have ever seen a Muslim or a Buddhist or name a religion other than um, Satanist, name a religion. If you have ever seen somebody's whole life change in the span of two hours, please let me know. Because I truly believe that that is the biggest difference between Christianity and religions, relationships and religions. Yeah, so I think we're going to end it on that note. Um, it was a pleasure to be able to do this with Gabe. I love that man. <laughs> Thanks uh, for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> if you guys have any questions, any prayer requests, anything like that, um, please direct message me on Instagram at in his image, period podcast that is the whole way that i can keep this podcast going is off of your all's questions and your all's topics that you would like addressed um but again thank you guys so much for listening god bless you all yeah let's pray um yeah go ahead dear heavenly father i want to i want to thank you for uh just fellowship with one another lord and just uh bringing us all here tonight uh, I pray that as we continue uh, throughout our journey, wherever wherever all of us are in our lives, or how far, how short along in the journey, that we would just have you in the in the midst of our hearts and just be willing to pursue a relationship with you, Lord. Because at the end of the day, it's it's the only thing that's everlasting. It's the only thing that has the firm foundation that cannot be moved, Lord. And I pray that you would just help us not help us to help us to get out of our comfort zone, Lord. Help us to just reach new heights when it comes to just leaning into you and and witnessing about you, Lord, because that's ultimately what it's going to take to get out and and show others and share the gospel. Um, I pray that you would just be with us throughout our weeks, whatever we may be doing, Lord, and just and just keep keep you on our hearts, Lord, because that's where you need to be. In Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys, so much for listening. Bye.